Yo, people, what's going on? Welcome back to the channel. Hope you're well and in good health. Okay, if you are new here, please like, share, subscribe. Please consider joining the channel, supporting channel, sports on Patreon. Link in description. You can also join the channel by clicking the join button. Cost less than a cup of coffee. Okay, people, let's check out today's video. So we're on bank rate right now. We're going to take a look at the S&P 500. It's all about financial education, trying to get a bit more wise in terms of investing making our money into active income, passive income, and then investing it into something that will help us grow our money further. So one of the things there is S&P 500, which has been quite reliable over the years and does give a sense of return you know, every year. So let's take a look a little bit in more in depth. Okay, so it says here, Standard & Poor's 500 Index or S&P 500 is a collection of about 500 of the largest publicly traded companies in the US and it's an ironic name for one of the best collections of stocks in the world. One that has returned invested about 10% annually over long periods of time. Consistency and liability there, yeah? Here are the details of, of the actual fund. S&P 500 index, what companies are included. Now, S&P 500 is perhaps the world's most well-known stock index. The index contains about 500 of the largest publicly traded companies in America, making it a bellwether for stocks. So it includes stocks across all, you know, you know, sectors out there of the economy, and it's been defined by the GICS classification system. Okay, let's take a further look into this. Then it says, according to Standard & Poor's, the index represents about 80% of the total value of all stocks trading in the U.S. markets. Obviously, that is Colossal is quite big. And the index is synonymous with the market as a whole. When people ask how the market did today, they're often referring specifically to the S&P 500. This goes to show most people have got, you know, if they are investing in stocks, the S&P 500 index is one of the main ones out there. Tens of trillions of dollars are invested in the companies in the index. And investors can own those companies directly or buy a fund tracking the whole index. If they buy an index fund, they'll get immediate diversified exposure to the hundreds of companies contained in the index, right? So, for a company, it's quite valuable to be included in the index itself. When a new firm is added to the S&P 500, all the funds tracking the index must rebalance their holdings. They'll have to go to the market and buy the new stock, joining the index, and obviously selling the old one, leaving it. And when you know, the net new money is added to an S&P 500 index fund, the fund company must buy the stocks in it. All that buying helps keeps the stocks in the S&P 500 running high, right? A strong stock price makes it cheaper for a company to raise money by issuing new shares and generally makes the firm more attractive, more people are looking to invest and make money over time. So being added to the index is not only prestigious, it's also financially viable and valuable. How does a stock get added to the S&P 500? Well, basically it has strict criteria for being admitted into the flagship index and companies are admitted on a quarterly basis if they fulfill the criteria. So it's pretty strict, pretty tough to gain and you know may also be replaced and removed as well. Following the collapse of Silicon Valley Bank in March 2023, a lot of you may have heard of that, S&P Dow Jones indices announced that medical devices company, you know, Insulet, basically would replace SV B Financial Group in the S&P 500. The change was set to take effect on March 15, 2023. Now, here are the key requirements in order to you know, 
get into the index as of Jan 2023. Must be a medical company. Must have a market capitalization of at least 8.2 billion. At least 50% of shares must be available, i.e. floated on the exchange. So it must also be traded on the mid-US exchange, including the New York Stock Exchange or NASDAQ. Companies must have positive earnings in the latest quarter and over the four uh, over the prior four quarters, pretty much summed together. Must have traded at least 250,000 daily shares in the last six months prior to inclusion. Those are the most important criteria for inclusion. The standard and pools also consider how the inclusion of a stock maintains a balance of sectors for the index as a whole. Index managers want a collection of companies that give a representative picture of major American businesses. So it's not that easy to gain. You've got to really be you know, up there in terms of company. S&P 500 is a weighted index, right? What does that mean? So the S&P 500 is an index that's weighted according to the size of the companies in the index. The larger the company, the more heft it carries, right? So basically more reputation, you know, more power. So the weighing relies on each firm's market capitalization. The total value of outstanding shares, a larger firm carries a larger weighing in the index. Though Standard & Poor's makes some adjustments based on how much of the stock is actually, you know, floated or traded in the market versus how much is held off the market. The price of the S&P 500 index that you are, you know, you see quoted, for example, 4,301.56 is measured in points, not dollars. That's the which the average value of the index's components. As the component stocks move up and down, the index rises or falls according to the calculation. Other popular indexes include the Dow Jones Industrial Average, which tracks 30 stocks across major sectors, and NASDAQ Composite, which follows more than 3,000 companies on that exchange. Well, Dow Jones rings a bell because I used to work in a bank in the UK, and I used to Part of my role was, was to work with Dow Jones and, you know, relevant elements around that. So, what are the largest companies in S&P 500? So, we could take a look here. Number one, obviously, Apple. You've heard of Apple, you know, the mobile phones, uh, the MacBooks, the tablets, smashing it at number one. Followed by Microsoft. Obviously, everybody's heard of Microsoft. Amazon. Nearly most people that you know would have bought something off Amazon. Alphabet Class A. Then you got Berkshire Hathaway. Obviously, you know, Warren Buffett, the billionaire, that's his firm. Alphabet Class C, NVIDIA Corporation, ExxonMobil, Oil & Gas, United Health Group, and then Tesla, obviously, Elon Musk. Now, that's the top 10 companies uh, on the index. So it's worth knowing that, you know, these 10 stocks alone made up about 25% of the total value of the index, right? And the other 490 or, 490 or so stocks represent the remaining 75%. Basically, it goes to show that these top 10, they are the big players, they're the colossal players, they're the giants in this industry, right? And they're the ones who make up most of the uh, index itself, and then the rest of them make up the rest of it. Okay, people, that was a quick introduction into the S&P 500, just to give you a little bit of an uh, overview so you have a better understanding what it is, how it works, and which kind of companies are included. If you enjoyed the video, please do like, share, subscribe, comment below, let us know what you think. Join the channel, support us on Patreon, link in the description. Don't forget to click the notification bell if you're following us on TikTok. Also follow us there. Please support the channel so we can bring you more great financial education, crypto, and also elements around masculinity and how you can be a better man in today's society. And obviously getting your finances right and getting your financial education right will be part of that journey. Okay, gladiators, let's make some guala.